0: Excited to uh, talk about Shaq, but uh, we can't give too much away.
1: I'm sick of Shaq. <laughs> go away. Hey, Diesel
2: record
0: for I mean, how silly is that? What are we talking about? Let's go to basketball. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Hoop Dreams, the basketball podcast on 8 bit, powered by our pals at Audio Technica. My name is Matt Tilby, and I'm joined by the all star captains of my heart, Hmm. John O'Peck and Brendan White. Boys, how are we? It's a nice evening. Ask
2: questions, (laughs) please.
0: That's how I'm doing. I'm
1: doing doing great, especially after that very endearing uh, intro to us uh, ourselves there. So thank you for that touching moment. And, yeah, uh, and you ruined it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. You I think it I just off. added some flair to it. Jeez.
0: Well, how are you doing, Johnny? <laughs> I'm
3: fantastic. Got a four day weekend. Just <laughs> living my best life. You know. Jeez. That was that was a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing, Tilby? I don't think we asked you, did we? No, you didn't. Um,
0: I'm doing all right, you know. Just going along, chugging along, living life. Nothing really, really. unique is going on. So everyone
3: yeah. always says, "What's Matt Tilby doing?" But they never
0: say, "How's Matt Tilby doing?" Mm. I don't think anyone has ever asked, "What am I doing?" To be fair, <laughs> but uh, if you want to, you can always check out my socials at It's Tilby. Doing Ooh. plenty of stuff there. Give it a little plug but anyway we should uh move on from the pleasantries and jump into what we've been digging over the past fortnight our biggest takeaway and a bit of basketball has happened over Mm. the last fortnight and uh look i've been trying to keep away from them to keep things original and unique (laughs) but I, i can't i can't miss them over this last fortnight the uh the Suns—they're getting nosebleeds being up this high in the the Western Conference. Mm. It's uh it's to me it's a shock as 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 someone who's been through years of nearly moments and constant failure. But yeah, twenty four and eleven at this point in time, second in the Western Conference currently beating the Lakers purely on percentages. They of course have the same amount of wins but more losses, so they played a couple more games. But I'm just in shock almost i I don't know it's
3: like like you've been in an abusive relationship and you're finally (laughs) with someone that treats you like decently and you just can't believe
0: it how good it is it's it's very weird is all (laughs) i'll say but uh yeah it's just been one of those perfect seasons so far where almost i should say almost everything uh has gone to plan apart from a couple of uh i guess pretty embarrassing losses to the likes of the hornets and the pistons you know, they've uh, they've really turned it on and especially wins over the likes of the Lakers and, it, and even, you know, with the Warriors being the way they are, they're very inconsistent. But, you know, a, a near 30-point win over the Warriors mm. just before All-Star Weekend is a perfect way to uh, get to what I guess you would call the halfway mark. It's, it's hard to say now in this 50-game season, but yeah. What do you guys think? Like... I need validation now. I'll
1: give you some. I'll give you some. I'm. I'm surprised. Like I think, yeah. Before the season kicked off, we talked about them potentially, you know, anywhere from maybe six to eighth. I think was sort of the consensus between mm. the three of us. Mm-hmm. So to see them sitting in second, two and a half games back from the Jazz at the moment is mightily impressive. They're currently on the equal uh, highest uh, winning streak at the moment. They're on four wins with the with the Nuggies. And I think also the Nets are on a, on a four winner, but they're yeah. Eight and two in their last 10 are They're really starting to sort of synergize and galvanize around the old, uh, Chris Paul, the old, old floor general is certainly adding a bit of class to that, uh, that Phoenix suns team. And, um, they look good they're fun to watch and Booker's really starting to become the Booker that we knew from last year like i think he started i think you could probably agree even if you do have your orange colored glasses on <laughs> um he did start a little bit patchy and a bit up and down for the first sort of third of the season but he's uh really starting to find that form again and um they're just they're just a good team, you know. They they got some got some good uh, you know getting some good play out of some of their bench players, and even some of just their I guess less reputable named guys in that starting five are all, all doing their part, and it's yeah, it's just. Just a fun team to watch, which is something I didn't think I'd ever say about the Phoenix Suns, but here we are.
0: Yeah, the uh, the bench has, I guess, been one of the the more talked about uh, parts of this sort of well oiled Suns machine. Um, you saw guys like Cameron Payne going absolutely off, especially in that game against the Lakers when Booker was ejected for, I guess, sneezing on oh, someone that was, or looking that the was wrong a way. Horrible, or horrible
1: po- call there, like. God, someone needs to wrangle in these these referees. Sometimes some of the things they're doing, it's just it's not, not a good time. It's not necessary. You don't need to try and flex your, your zebra powers on the court. There,
0: you had that, and you also had JJ Redick being ejected for, I guess, passing the ball on a bounce pass, mm-hmm. which I thought was yeah. The less said about that, the better. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's the fact that you know we we did have Booker missing pretty much half of that that game and you had guys like Saric and Cameron Payne coming through and and really sort of being the, the spark plug to use a, uh, a John O'Peck terminology uh, from yeah. that one.
3: The, the impressive thing is the defense. Like, they're, at the moment, number one in the league in defense and the pace is number 29, which means that they're just playing a slow game. They just... I guess it's maybe that Chris Paul offense... Ooh, yeah where he wants to be methodical. He's not pushing the fast break, maybe like they have been in the past when maybe Booker was basically handling the ball on every possession. And I think that that's just the that's just the, the smart thing to do when you have someone with the capabilities. And the floor general nature of Chris Paul is to slow things down, pick your spots, get the smart shot on the other end and get the ball moving. Get the ball fizzing around the three-point line, mm. and um, yeah, just being able to, ha- I guess, have that energy to, to to use it on defense, which is what they've been doing. So that's great for you, Matty. And I'm wondering now, you have to, I guess, reevaluate, and maybe you're, you're going to get too high on this, but where do you think, uh, like, I, mean, I guess, what would you call a successful season from this point going ahead? Would it would Would just making the playoffs still be a success, which it would have been at the start of the season? But you know, are you feeling like you know getting out of the first round is a is
0: the new goal, or or where are you at? It's tough because I mean, given this current standings, like if the season stopped today, um, we'd be playing the Spurs, and I would be you know somewhat excited about our chances of making out of that round, but. I could, I could easily see us maybe dropping maybe to fourth or fifth. Uh, the Clippers and Lakers are breathing down our neck. Um, and in that case, like, you know, the Trailblazers are there as well. And given the current form that Mr. Damien Lillard is in, I would be on the fence. Yeah, I'd be a little bit uh, worried. But yeah, I think anywhere from sort of fourth to sixth, I think for now is a solid get for us. I, I would... I would think that yeah, the the Nuggets and the Trailblazers are going to be the the real sort of testing point for us. But. Yeah,
1: they are getting hot those two mm. on the back of the Joker and uh, Lillard just going Hamburglar the last couple of weeks. Mm. They've they've been an absolute treat to watch. I uh, I love them both so much. So mm. uh, I'm happy to see them rounding into form, and even even uh, the Mavis starting to come good again. Like they were sort of sitting down the bottom of the the Western cellar for a while, and they're eight and two now when uh, sitting in eighth at the moment. So it's good to see see the donk and the zinger start to, uh, I guess, get a little bit of that justified uh, hype before the season where everyone's like, oh, these guys could be a dark horse for, you know, finishing top four in the West. And mm. they're, they're climbing the mountain. I don't think they're going to get much higher than maybe where they are just with the depth of some of these other rosters. But uh, it's nice to see uh, your boy, Luca. Uh, he's trying to make good on your MVP prediction earlier this year, JP. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'd I'd have that over again
0: if I could, but you know he's still my man, he's still my boy. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah like I, it's going to be tough. I think looking at it now, from seventh to third, it's only a, a three and a half game difference. So anything can happen yeah. in, within the last sort of ten, fifteen games left. Right, but... so,
3: uh, one injury could just put you from yeah second to s- sixth
0: or whatever in in a week. Yeah, yeah. But mm. look, I'm going to take this opportunity to revel in it. <laughs> Because I don't think I'm going to get too many opportunities like that again. But uh, yeah, Jono, what have you been uh, looking forward to or or witnessing in the last fortnight?
3: Um, Well, I I had a good amount of time set aside today for All-Star. And the highlight of that for me was definitely the three-point shootout or the three-point competition.
1: You mean it Uh, wasn't the dunk contest?
3: No, surprising. Um, The dunk contest, when it's good, is like you can't beat it, but the three-point shootout is consistently and reliably great. I just love watching it and seeing someone catch fire. And even if the ending is anticlimactic, as it can be, there's always something to take away from the three-point shootout that you'll remember, you know, whether it's a, a player going off or a player, you know, hitting the shot, like the last shot to win or to go into the next round. And we had both of those happened today with you know conley came out as this like injury replacement for Devin booker who was an wasn't, injury replacement for an injury yeah, replacement who yeah. wasn't even meant to be there you know and he was awesome he had 27 in the first round and just went off and then curry had 31 in the first round which it's uh i believe
0: that's a record now isn't it i
3: don't i i, I guess it's a record but it's Bit of a funny thing because now we have like a whole rack of money balls and yeah. the what are the re- really long the long the Mount Dew one the yeah. like <laughs> green ball yeah yeah and he hit like one or two of those which is worth like heaps so the score is not exactly comparable to like back in the day but he still went off and it was awesome to see and then of course in the the second round seeing him up against Conley and he was seventeen when he got I think to the last rack of like and he, and he maybe it was maybe it wasn't the last rack, but anyway he was on 17 and like way behind schedule and pace to win but he ended up going off and hitting the last shot of the rack to win with all the pressure and uh I, I did want Connolly to get there just to kind of say like hey this guy belongs here with the big boys but it's uh, more
1: like hey now go buy my top shot
3: yeah, That's you know, well, that saying. too. Yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later. But um, I guess you can't. Yeah, can't really take anything away from Curry, two-time shooting champ and best shooter of all time. So, well done, Mike Junior. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's such a weird thing because given his shooting prowess, you never expect Steph to be in this sort of competition. And I mean, everyone. It's the same thing, I guess, for LeBron wanting to. You know, everyone's like, go on participate in the slam dunk competition, it'd be the same for Curry being like, go and participate in the three-point competition. And now that he's there, he just almost like walks it over. Yeah, I mean,
3: I think he's been in it five or six times and mm. he's only
0: won twice. So it's... uh, It it must have been like that Berenstain Bears situation, (laughs) the Mandela effect where I'm like, oh, I just never thought Curry participated in this sort of thing. But Mm. it's just one of those things that feels natural. Like Curry in a a three-point competition, you just know he's going to be... At that level, but uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Mr. Brendan White, what have you been uh, focusing on? Over the last
1: fortnight? Um, there's a few things. I'll go a little bit scattershot here and uh, I'm hoping uh, Tank Nation is back for my Raptors. We're uh, on, a, on a couple of game losing skid and we're, I think we're only like three games ahead of the Cavaliers for 13th in the East. So I'm hoping Siakam and OG and, and the crew can get a sustained strain of COVID and, uh, stay oh off the God. court for a while <laughs> so we can, uh, yeah, grab ourselves some Cade Cunningham in this upcoming draft. Uh, cause yeah, I need it. I'm selfish. Uh, give me, give me a good stud rookie to go with our boys next year. But outside of that, um, one thing I wanted to highlight is I clearly don't understand fashion. Um, evidenced by just even some of the shoes kicking around that you show me sometimes tilby. And I was looking at some of the, some of the kicks that the all-star guys were wearing today and woof, but also uh, <laughs> James Harden in the old uh, transparent sort of raincoat, jackety shirt thing he had Go. I don't know if you guys saw his attire that he rolled into the yeah. all-star game with. Yeah. I don't understand. I'm like, I'm a jeans or chinos and a t-shirt kind of guy. And that's, you know, that's pretty adventurous, and then you see mm. these dudes wearing raincoats indoors, just living their best life. So, someone teach me the ways of fashion. And um, yeah, also shout out to Jalen Brown. He had the uh, the humble and hungry kicks on today for All Star, so I can oh. respect a uh, little eight bit love there. From uh, I know it was sort of more so a nod to Tracy McGrady, but we're going to say it's a more relevant nod to eight bit with the uh, <laughs> humble and hungry. hungry uh, kicking yet going so uh, yeah thanks Jalen Brown even though I hate your team I like your
0: shoes today we'll have to see if we can um, get some some funds in through the Kofi to uh Get you a a stylist, get you some some nice threads, maybe. But uh, I
1: could use it. I've actually got a pair of custom Nikes uh, with Hungry Gamer stitched into the back. You know when are they still doing? Was it the Nike My ID or whatever it is, and you can customize your own kicks?
0: They do a a variation of it now called Nike by You, which uh, probably doesn't have the the logo specifics of it, but you can customize the colors as you see fit for a lot of their um, shoes football boots, basketball shoes, skateboard shoes. I mean, I do it when I'm bored. I'm just like, oh, I wonder what this PG4 would look mm-hmm. like if I made it red and purple or yellow or multicolored or whatever. So Yeah,
1: which is fun. But yeah, I don't understand shoes. Like I saw Chris Paul's CP313s he was wearing and my God, it looks like someone made them in kindergarten art class. And, <laughs> and if that's the case... I apologize, but my God, they were gross.
0: It's a nice shoe, but I agree with the color. It would be a better looking shoe if it wasn't in those colors, I feel like. But yeah, I think even referencing, I guess, the the purchase I made over the last fortnight, my pair of Nike Kybrids, which channels the Kyrie 4, 5, and 6 in the very, I guess, bizarre colors. But... Yeah, maybe I'm just uh I'm am being suckered in, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe maybe
3: we're just old Brendan cuz I'm probably similar to you. Give me like yeah. two, two or three colors and max, you know. Yeah. Keep it like and two of those colors would be black and white probably.
1: Yeah, I like a <laughs> pair of kicks that I can wear with any sort of upper yeah. upper clothing, yeah, you know. But some of these, my god, I'm looking again now and the James Harden Volume 5 Solar Yellows with like yeah, again like art you know. class butterfly flowers stuck all over them I'm just like what is happening like I know these <laughs> shoes get made by kids in these factories but come on now oh. don't give them all the creative control here
0: <laughs> oh boy <laughs> uh, that's dark that is uh, a little dark yeah <laughs> and uh, I think it's probably a good time as ever to uh, to move on to our next segment
1: <laughs> which one's that basketball <laughs> <laughs> mates oh that's me <laughs> I was still looking at shoes.
0: Basketball We've been doing this for what seems like a couple of months now, Brennan. We've always had the same template <laughs> for our, uh, our format. You should be learning this sort of stuff. Anyway, basketball I, bits. I just
1: wanted to leave that awkward silence because I know how like agitated and uncomfortable you get in situations like that. So I'm like, let's I, marinate on these kids making kicks. Like you're a, buying.
0: I'm a stickler for non-controversial less awkward that's my that's my mantra anyway you're, in the, bits. you're in the wrong podcast crew if that's the
1: <laughs> clearly
3: <case. laughs> Sp- speaking of uh sweatshops we've got our uh, zoolander comedy rewind coming up soon Matt so maybe that's a bit of a you know plug an early
0: plug for that one an early plug a a wonderful reference there and yeah. I, it was a, a fantastic episode uh, that we did alongside Logan Wilkinson yeah. friend of 8-bit uh, next week you know, coming out very soon you should all uh, keep an eye on comedy rewind for that one, anyway, basketball bits—the weird and wonderful stories going on in basketball right now—and uh, Jono, Shaq had an interesting week, didn't he?
3: Oh, he did, didn't he? Uh, he ran his mouth, and people said stick to wrestling, and I didn't understand why they were saying that. And then you sent me a clip of him getting slammed through a table the next day, so it all made sense after that. Yes, <laughs> he was but, on. Uh, yeah. well,
0: it was on the, the halftime show on, I guess, would have been Tuesday night, US time, um, yeah. talking about, I guess, the, the the ever-changing landscape of the NBA at this point in time, um, alongside Candace Parker and his former Heat teammate, Dwayne Wade. And I guess credit to Parker and Wade, who talk some really good tactics about how, uh, obviously, most shooters or most teams have, I guess, three or four shooters in a team and how they tend to switch at the point of the pick and roll because everyone can shoot threes now. And then Shaq, yeah. the dinosaur that he is, tended to say, well, why don't they just, you know, man to why man. don't they just man-to-man yeah. man stay with them because everyone can shoot. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the less said about it, the better, but he just went on the, well, I've got I've got my rings. <laughs> I've got my rings to talk about. No, it's just...
3: Yeah, I, <sighs> f- fift- literally 15 years ago, the last time Shaq was in the finals so it's not the you know it's not the the best uh or most relevant comparison that he could make to to talk about how the game was then you may as well be rolling out like i don't know like magic johnson to talk about how it was in the 80s like the game's changed probably more between Two thousand and six, and now than it has than it did between nineteen eighty one and two thousand and six. Like mm. it's just been like the way that the the games evolved to to three point shooters. Like Phil Jackson said, a three point shooting team team can't win a championship, and he said that in like two thousand and thirteen or something. And what's happened? We've seen <laughs> that the <age> Warriors. <laughs> like, yeah, like the, the Warriors were a three point shooting team. I'm pretty sure the Raptors would be have been considered a 3 point shooting team to an extent and like every like every team is winning because they're hitting threes. It's it's yeah. not like the only like you have to be able to do more than that, but guarding a, like having a big man go 1 on 1 isn't part of the formula anymore. Yeah, exactly. And Can- Candace was so articulate and she was so well spoken and so like rational and so mm-hmm. measured and specific in her retorts that it, it she just came off like roses and like I tweeted it, it was like um someone shutting down a, a flat earther or something <laughs> and he, he, like Shaq just had nothing except the tired arguments that he often does and we've we've talked we've actually been talking a lot of smack about Shaq lately oh, yeah, I'm on this that. podcast but he, he I can't understand him half the time because that's just his voice being so deep I think, but, um, and it's, it's just that whole, like, you know, there are a lot of retired athletes that seem to have it out for young guys. And and he, we had that whole thing with Donovan Mitchell, obviously. And I think that he's probably a bad example because he's one of the, the worst, um, worst offenders with that kind of thing. You know, someone like KG is very complimentary of, of the the current style and the young players and has said things like people from 20 years ago, wouldn't even be in the league now and that kind of thing, which I don't know. Like if you need to go that far with, with the praise for the young guys, things have, uh, there's certainly things that they're not handling as well as, as people did back then. But yeah, Dwayne Wade was clearly on Candice's side and, she she's won herself a lot of fans in that interaction definitely i, I mm. i'm sure we'd all love to see her back on that kind of mm. uh, program
1: yeah, replace jack with her or something <laughs> like the fact that like in all sports really not just nba where they just hang on to these old fossils just because of some name value and think they're going to be informative and educated on a microphone just baffles me like you see it in all codes for the most part they've mm-hmm. always got the person that was great back in the day said so like yeah it'll, it'll give us a ratings bump and a bit of prestige and they just got these antiquated backwards ass opinions that make no sense but they just they just keep getting away with it like it was nice to see yeah candace and Dwayne sort of keep going back out and be like sorry mate like you're wrong you know like <laughs> this is how it works these days and you know they had a had a counter argument for every dumb thing Shaq said but yeah it's just going to keep happening makes me mm. sad
0: Very frustrating. Uh, The quick side note, obviously, um, also in that time, you were talking about, uh, I guess, the older players having a bit of a, I guess, a bit of beef with the younger players. Did anyone see the interaction that Richard Jefferson had with, uh, was uh, Jamal Murray on the Nuggets that uh, interview? No. It was was a post-game interview. Uh, I I guess he was probably joking, but... um, He said to to Jamal, Jamal, can you hear me? And he replied, yes, sir, I can. And he said, don't you ever call me sir ever again. I I guess he was joking, but the look that Jamal Murray had on his face was like he was being held up at gunpoint. He was so terrified that he did something wrong. It was one of the weirdest interactions I've seen all year. And that, you know, I've seen the, the Shaq Donovan Mitchell interaction, but this was that's this was up there. It's very bizarre. But, Did uh, you
1: see also the interaction with LeBron talking smack about the Jazz players when they were doing yeah. the, the drafting? Yes. He's like, you know, even when we played NBA Jam, no one picked the Jazz, you know? that No one cares about their team. Like, just running them down for no reason. Yeah. But then, you know, um, Donovan just took it in he stride like he has with all this other crap that's been happening. Like, So I got a lot of respect for him and how he handles himself mm. when he's getting thrown into these situations through zero fault of his own either. Like he yes. just keeps getting piled on for no reason, but yeah, he just keeps keeps sort of coming out roses, which I'm happy to see.
3: Yeah. just uh, fans already have like a massive chip on their shoulder too. So yeah. Thanks, well, thanks LeBron.
0: Well, they may have, uh, we, we may have been talking a bit of uh, smack about Shaq, but he certainly had some smack given to him uh, pretty much 24 hours later on AEW Dynamite uh, in a tag team match featuring uh, Cody Rhodes, He was... Uh, put through a table or two tables, I should say for given how tall he was. Um, This was uh, fair play to him. This was a bump that not many non-wrestlers take. It looked like it hurt. Um, If they were paying you enough, you'd take it. Yeah, true. (laughs) He certainly had the, the the big man dynamic down. Um, I think I showed you guys a, a pretty low quality video of a, a pretty, pretty good power bomb. He gave to Cody Rhodes in that match as well. He's, Perhaps a uh, a bit of a heel run in uh, in the Fed in his well, uh, future.
1: Well, Paul White's there so they could have Shaq versus the uh, the former giant, former Big Show. So I mean, who knows? Maybe we're going to have a big <laughs> Hoss match at a pay-per-view coming up.
0: WWE had been trying to have that match happen for a good 10 years. So I genuinely would not be surprised if they try and finally pull that out now that they're away from the the hellscape that is WWE right now. But uh At
1: least WWE
0: can get good quality
1: explosives.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When they're going to
1: blow someone up, they blow
0: someone up. (laughs) Shout out to that exploding barbed wire death match that happened today. Um, A classic right up until the end. Um, And we will not say anything more about it uh, to to spoil the surprise. (laughs) It was not great. Mm. It was like sparklers going off um, at a kid's birthday party. Anyway, uh, fair play to Shaq on that match. Um,
1: nah give it no he gets no credit Shaq sucks,
0: <laughs> fair, <laughs> play sucks. To, fair play to cody rhodes then for putting it yep. through that table no anyway. <laughs> bad
1: mark for cody rhodes and his dumb american flag giant neck tattoo that is one of the worst tattoos you'll ever see in your entire life the dude's got like no tattoos then he's got this big giant flag right here it's like yuck gross it's, it's a not great
0: yeah, it's not great, but uh, we will move on to uh, well, I guess what's been keeping you both uh, financially motivated for the past fortnight has been <laughs> top shot cards, and I guess with Mike yeah. Conley being subbed in last minute and uh, going on that good run, uh, Jono's probably got a little bit more uh, a little bit more in the game now. But uh, let's get a bit of an update, guys. How have your uh, your cards been going? I've
3: actually got I've got two Conley cards now because I I got a pack. The, uh, what were they called? The Rising Stars Pack? The
1: Rising Stars Pack, yep.
3: Yeah, so it pulled a, a Zach Levine in there that's worth something. And then uh, Mike Conley and a, a Julius Randle that's not worth much at all because there's just like 35,000 of them or something. So I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bit down on Top Shot at the moment because we're just at a low point in the market where things just seem to have bottomed out a little. Uh, yeah. It's It's slowing uh, down and they're they're doing so much maintenance and like the servers are down. And then if you've just bought a certain type of card, you can't sell it for a certain amount of time. And it's just seemed, I don't, I don't think that's the reason that it's stagnated, but on top of just the market being a little bit, um, I guess it's getting a bit more busy with people getting into it. It just seems to have driven the prices down a little bit. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to be able to sell my Conley. For, for a decent price, but um, yeah. What about you, Brendan?
1: It's been a uh, it's been a cruel mistress, very up and down this <laughs> uh this past fortnight, that's for sure. Like uh, old uh, old Brendan bit pushed all his chips in into the table, and uh, I'm now I just looked at my evaluate market scoring, and I'm in the top seven percent of all uh NBA Top Shot owners, apparently, as per this website. So oh, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um
3: yeah, that's that's based on the lowest offer, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, based off lowest offer, yeah. So that's based yeah. off worst case value. Um but I I got some good holders. I think I've got 4 Zion's in there. I've got 5 Giannis's. I've got a LeBron James and then an assortment of young up and comers. So I've got a pretty good portfolio. I think about 40, I think I've got 40 moments or something like that all up. But it's not from lack of trying to get more moments in there. I've been queuing up to get these goddamn packs every day of the week since like since the last episode. We've had a mm. few misfires where they've gone under maintenance and they've delayed, the, like delayed the the potential pack purchase time and then shifted it a whole other day and on the weekend they had three rounds of it. I had a crack at two of them, missed out on that. Third time was yesterday morning when I was still just Pissed as a fart, so I would have been in no no state <laughs> to try and get a crack at it again. And then today they had another pack. It was the big boy one ninety nine USD pack, yeah. and uh, I joined the queue. I even like got got prime nice and early for that. And it, I think it was like they had thirty six thousand packs available in this one this morning, and I came in at forty two thousand or something. So I thought, oh, there's a chance that there could be some some run and people not clicking to buy in mm. time, but no, missed out again. So uh, I'm on, a, I'm on a bad run as far as trying to purchase packs at the moment. We've got a free pack coming. Oh, not a free pack, but a, that sort of the guaranteed one yeah. coming that we pre-ordered for... I think it drops this Friday. But outside of that, I'm just waiting um, for some of these cards to try and uh, bounce back and get a big chunky bit of profit so I can uh, sell out and then reinvest in other, in other moments.
0: Yeah, I was going to say like <clears throat> this rise of... NFTs, non-fungible tokens. I guess that's how they're yeah. pronounced. Yeah, that's right. weird. <laughs> it it's it's it seems to be. I guess more people getting into that possibly may have diluted that market for for Top Shots. I know that. I mean, I heard that Kings of Leon are the first band to yeah. release an album as an NFT. Yeah, which I think is is a uh, a unique way to certainly revive a pretty flagging um, endeavor there. Given that no one's really listened to Kings of Leon in about ten years, but. Uh, <laughs> It's it's such a unique thing. Like, have they been doing a lot of all star stuff for this? Like, I've I've been keeping pretty much blind to it. I, yeah, I,
1: they've dropped like these packs over the weekend were tied around uh, all star like members, like all star team team members. So the guys that Jono mentioned in his pack, they're all all star players. So the, the triple drop that did on hmm. Saturday Sunday, they all had players that were participating in the all star game over the weekend. So. Yeah, there's still certainly some horniness for it. Like, um, I think two <laughs> days after after we recorded the last episode, a new LeBron James moment sold for US two hundred eight thousand. So it's eight thousand high. I think at the time when we did the shoot from the hip, it was two hundred thousand. So the next one's gone up to two hundred eight thousand as far as the highest purchase. But uh, yeah, people are still going bananas for it, and I think it's still gonna keep going because it's still in beta. So it's still Mm. not even the full-fledged release of this thing. And I think once it gets to that level, I think it's going to have a nice little boom again. Maybe it'll flatten after that for a bit, but I think the next next peak's coming soon.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a wild ride, I think, over the next six or so months, especially, like you said, once it gets into... The, the full version version 1.0 but maybe. i gotta
1: i gotta quickly shout out garbs too he landed on one of those rookie packs over the weekend and he oh, got yeah. a uh Jar yeah. Morant rant and i can't remember like i know it was a sub 100 serial number i think it might have been like 25 or something Ooh. and i don't know if i've told you guys what he's done with that card since but he sold that card on the weekend to so have a guess how much he got for it
3: i saw it in the facebook group the oh, nba okay. top shot australia was it was it two grand 5,000. 5,000? 5,
1: 5,000 doll 5, hairs he sold that thing for. I think it was like one of 750 I think it was... Nice. Uh, or it might have even been less, but like he sold it for five, 5K five USD.
3: That could have been us, Brendan. It could have been. <laughs> we, went, we all went for the same pack.
1: He keeps getting the packs and he messages me every day when he gets one. He's like, how did you go? And I'm like, oh, fucking goose eggs again. He's like, oh, I got one. And then he shows me his cards. I'm like, I love you, but I hate you, but I love you. So I'm happy to see that... You know, people I care about are having success in this this realm, but it also really hurts. You know, especially when he's selling cards for five thousand bucks.
0: Jeez, that no, uh, sounds like a bit of interest. You've had, a bit of money. you've had your own luck,
3: Brendan, with the cool cats in the start.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've I've had a couple of little wins, and you know, you gotta you gotta appreciate the small wins as well. But uh, I just want a couple of five grand cards to sell. I wanna <laughs> wanna have a, a steak dinner with caviar and truffles and all that kind of stuff. But anyway.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll stick to my $17 worth of uh, Ripple uh, Bitcoin, but that'll be good enough for me. Anyway, we, uh, we uh, do move on. Of course, All-Star Weekend finished today, Australia time, uh, which would have been All-Star Sunday. Um, still think this game definitely should not have happened, taken place, especially given the news that uh, overnight that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid both had to pull out last minute because they were in contact with someone uh, a barber in Atlanta who huh. I guess contracted COVID. Oh, so always the barbers. Did yeah. they replace them? Do they just just be like JP
1: and just let the hair go? Yeah,
0: <laughs>
3: cut it yourself. Yeah,
0: I've been I've been keeping quiet on that one, Brendan. But anyway, um, yeah, like they definitely didn't replace him. it. Was too too late in the uh, I guess late in the event for them to find feasible replacements. But I guess considering it was both teams, one one team each had uh, a player. They both, I guess, didn't really have too much of an issue with it. And um, it also pushes Ion up to a, a starting role. But Yeah, and it's... he wafted on that dunk, mm. that alley-oop, he completely
1: butchered that. But uh, it's the All-Star game, no one cares. Goddamn, yeah, exactly. these games are so crap to watch. Like, no one cares. At least, you know, I don't want to sound homerish here, but at least Lowry, when he played last year, he was drawing charges and actually like given a damn on defense like these guys are just throwing it from half court like and it's it's cool to see that kind of shooting stroke from when you saw Lillard and, and Curry go back to back from from half court mm. but like it's just a fad of a game like this whole weekend yeah. outside of the three point like as what Jono said like the three point shootout was actually good to watch because they're trying but everything else just felt like this was such a dud and this weekend shouldn't happen but anyway Old man rant over.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. We, we did get to see uh, one of my, I guess, fastest growing liked players in Demanta Sabonis win the All-Star Skills uh, competition. I guess, uh, once again, proving that it's, it's such a weird trend that the big men seem to be the ones winning this competition or going deep in this competition. But uh, that might just be an observation I'm making. But anyone else have any Fun observations from that particular weekend. I know that you guys both got uh, pretty excited about Chris Paul dunking. Yeah, Chris yeah, Paul's
1: he did a mad dunk, and also I down. think he's now the like I think he had the most assists in an All Star game in like All Star history. I think maybe he had like what sixteen dimes yes, today, didn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah it's uh, a new record, mm-hmm. and of course as well, Giannis going uh, perfect sixteen from sixteen for a thirty-five mm-hmm. point game, winning the All Star MVP. Uh, certainly, pretty difficult to do. That's what happens when your
3: arms are nine feet long <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no wingspan. one plays. No one plays any interior yeah. defense. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. And, actually, um, yeah, I actually won like four and a half dollars on this game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you put Giannis's MVP or something? No, or?
3: I put um, the over/under for the first quarter to be less than ninety combined points. Yeah. It was like six minutes into the quarter and I was like, eh, I don't think they're going to get there. And they ended up about seven points short. So it's pretty- There you go. Wins a win. happy, yeah. Rolling your $4 yeah, there. I know, I know. Because I, I, I always have $5 in the sports bet app so that I can just watch f- basketball for free. And it's just been sitting there for like two years. And I was like, oh, I'm going to actually put this money on the line today and paid Ooh. off. Now I've got $9.80. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Now you can I watch
3: don't...
0: two games of basketball. <laughs>
1: but um yeah, we also had the slam dunk contest and it was rough.
3: It had yeah. some it had some good dunks, but and like Obi Toppin did something I've never seen before where he he bounced it through his legs as the oop, like yeah. as the setup for the oop, which is pretty cool and it, it was good seeing a big guy get up there, but um he's got some hops big Toppin. <laughs> Yeah, mm. th- there was just a lot of like botched dunks that had to compromise and do something more simple, or it was just a dunk that we'd seen a bunch of times before and ultimately not
0: like not memorable, I guess is how you describe it. Mm. it. It's tough because not only are you having the slam dunk competition as the halftime entertainment for an all star game. So you're almost like rushing them along. You've only got three competitors in at this time. I guess no one really wanted to participate because you yeah. probably injure yourself in the long run. But, I mean, having three players, I guess, apart from Obi Toppin who aren't really household names. Like, this is the first time I've ever heard of Cassius Stanley, for, for sure, but...
1: <laughs> he's a, And that's the crazy... Like, he's a hell of a dunker. Like, you watch yeah, his, oh, yeah. his high school and college tape and stuff. And to see him, I guess, sort of... Fizz out the way he did in this in this tawny was a bit sad because I thought he was going to bring it, but mm. um, it's just some weird ones like you know Anthony Simon's one like where he's doing the the rim kiss like I'm like okay yeah he didn't fair even enough. kiss it. <laughs> no mm. yeah he was like probably about six inches away from this thing and I didn't really get the little like nerf hoop dunk thing he did like I'm like uh, yeah, okay it was, it was showing off know. the
3: the vertical the there that he, oh, he, he had some I was hot, saying but to yeah. Yeah, I,
1: I, I want to see some
3: spins. Yeah. Mm. That's the thing like n- none of the dunks got perfect scores versus like some past years where there's been like 3 or 4 or 5 or 6 dunks that have had perfect scores. Yeah. It's it was just clearly like a lower standard. And you know Tilby you said like people are scared of getting injured. That's not what it is. It they, they just don't want to lose to someone. They don't want to look silly. That's yeah. the thing. Like why wouldn't Zion do this why wouldn't like going back to you mentioned before like LeBron's never done it why wouldn't he have done it like he's he does these crazy dunks all the time yeah but he just doesn't want to lose to you know some random dude that pulls like that's got a huge vertical that pulls an awesome dunk or if LeBron botches a dunk in front of everyone like
0: yeah. someone who jumps over a, a Kia or yeah a- exactly
1: <laughs> like and if it keeps going this way where it is small name players like no disrespect to these guys but yeah they haven't proven themselves at all in the league bring in professional dunkers to do a dunk contest at halftime like make it a show like unless you can get the big boys in that's going to do the big boy dunks bring in professional street dunkers like they don't need to be nba players i think people would not complain that oh it's that guy doesn't play for the pelicans it's just johnny off the street but if he's (laughs) pulling double front flip 360s or whatever like no one's going to care like you know, bring the spectacle back.
3: Yeah. The, the, the using the young guys has worked recently. Like, Donovan Mitchell's won a dunk comp, and we've seen, obviously... Well, 2016,
1: with Levine and, and yeah. Gordon still yeah. probably yeah. my favorite overall. Like, and going, I know, no went... Vince sort of set it back on track in 2000, but I think that 2016, when I think yeah. they had, what, six 50-point um, scores in a row, like six perfect Just dunks absurd. in a row between them.
3: Yeah. And then Gordon coming back and having another go at it, like and that getting was robbed again because yeah. of Dwayne Wade. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was the less said about that the better, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and, and,
3: and you know, like there's always been young dudes in the comp. Like Giannis went in the comp when he was starting out, and Blake went in there his first season in the league up against Javale and, and a younger Serge Ibaka. And I remember, Javale did that that double dunk. Yeah, I I thought that Javale thought that had a really cool. good um, had a really good set of dunks at that year. He, he did um, a couple of crazy dunks.
0: Never he, forget the cupcake dunk.
3: Yeah, well Gerald Gerald Green has was it Gerald Green? Yeah, it was Gerald Green. Yeah, I, he, he's I, been in a bunch of dunk comps.
0: Once again, that that Berenstein Bears moment. I always thought that was a fifty. It didn't get a fifty, and I was like, I guess it's one of those dunks where you need to have action replay on it because you probably can't see it straight up. Oh, but- yeah.
3: He, he, was, he had so many... Like, he did the dunk in his socks. He just had so many, like, wild ideas
0: for dunks that you yeah. wouldn't think of. It's like, it's that, and then the other one is obviously the Steve Nash dunk with the header off the alley-oop. my moment will, will never be old to me. Will always <laughs> hold a special place in my heart. It's That's such, such a, a- <laughs> Matt Tilby dunk. <laughs> well, co- it combines... combines- all of your loves, all so- my loves, soccer and yeah, Steve exactly. Nash and- <laughs> yeah. It's the perfect mix. How can you lose? But uh, yeah, uh, anything more from All Star Weekend? Zion's got to go in-,
3: in it next year. That's all. Yeah,
1: but Willie, probably not.
3: Probably not.
0: Yeah, he might. Why blow didn't, out ben, his shoes why didn't
3: ben Simmons ever do it as well? Come on.
0: Yeah, true. Too busy
3: getting COVID.
0: Well, uh, uh, no, he was in contact with someone who had COVID. Too busy allegedly getting COVID. <laughs> the same
3: it was the same stripper probably really what
0: it was oh man anyway we uh, do move on from that one into five and five
1: do you want me to give you the the timer right now and the and the beat or do you want to give me a countdown first after I give you five this minutes.
2: Five. 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 Five minutes. you give me like
1: the, the the finger gun when you when you're gonna start officially because you're chairing this one aren't you maddie
0: Yes, I'm actually jumping in for this one uh, for a bit of a change, and I guess following on from the well, I guess the first look at the new Space Jam movie that mm. came out over the week and ruffled a few feathers over the depiction of Lola Bunny for some ungodly reason, <laughs> which we will not be getting into. Thank you very much. Um, I wanted to do a five and five on five basketballer cameos in non-basketball movies. So, to, to get the, uh, the basketball acting chops going, I thought this would be uh, a bit of a fun one. Hmm. And, uh, Brendan, I am ready. In at number five, uh, a man that we have just talked about pretty recently it is, of course, Shaquille O'Neal, who has appeared in literally almost every comedy movie under the sun. This one, his appearance in Scary Movie 4 in 2006 right at the start he appears with Dr. Phil and he must escape Jigsaw's room as a parody of Saw obviously uh, but they must escape by having Shaq shoot a free throw which I think is uh, a wonderful tongue-in-cheek reference obviously it's Shaq can have a bit of fun with himself but uh, yeah obviously he doesn't make it I guess was the funny part but uh, lovely to see him having a bit of fun with it we move on uh, to another one who's, uh, of course, LeBron in uh, the new Space Jam movie. He also appeared in Trainwreck in 2015. He uh, actually plays a fictionalized version of himself uh, who was, quote, a cheapskate in touch with his feelings who uh, goes on a date with uh, Amy Schumer. And I guess it might have been the, I guess, what's the word? The the genesis of his, uh, his acting chops. And we move on from number three with uh, Kevin Garnett, of course, who's had a couple of acting appearances, but none as prevalent as Uncut Gems in 2019. Um, And a quote from one of the directors, of course, uh, the Safdie brothers, Josh Safdie said, that's what drives him is his passion and having people be passionate about it. So the second we talked to him, we talked to a few other players, but the second we talked to him, he was the one guy that we just didn't want to get off the phone with. And a review from, uh, I believe the New York Times called him quote, a real gem. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 and of course they, they did have a couple of other uh, basketballers in mind Amari Stoddermeyer was rumoured for the role as well given that they were Knicks fans, the Safty brothers but uh, uh, a good choice I think Embiid was up for that he was as well there. but the fact that it was uh, he was a current NBA player made it difficult for them for scheduling yeah. uh, a current NBA player who didn't need that uh, scheduling issue in a number two was Boban Marjanovic um, who appeared in John Wick 3 in 2019. Uh, the director wanted to channel the Bruce Lee versus Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fight from Enter the Dragon in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. The producer was an NBA fan and suggested he play the role of Ernest, who was looking to get the jump on Keanu, who has a bounty placed on him in the film. Right at the start, they're obviously in the library and the, the sort of unique camera shots are quite uh, unique as well. But Given that uh, Boban's got a size twenty-seven shoe, the, the kicks he lays on Keanu are, are pretty meaty, uh, and I won't spoil too much after the fact. But uh, some of the library books do come into play, and it's uh, it's pretty pretty <laughs> brutal. It's it's pretty pretty in your face. I'll say that much. Imagine getting kicked by a size twenty-seven shoe. <laughs> It'd be I'd still a be size kick right now. Like
1: I'm yeah. flying through space. <laughs> not, yeah. not
0: not fun indeed. I'll say that much. <laughs> And of course, uh, number one, we, we just referenced him there, but uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the legendary comedy from 1980, Airplane, of course, starring Leslie Nielsen. Uh, he gets found out by a kid trying to pose as co-pilot Roger Murdoch, and uh, his his cover gets blown as he uh, gets told that his, the kid's dad thinks he's terrible on offense, and or terrible on defense, I should say, and doesn't get back to play any defense. Shirt fronts the kid and tells him, you try telling <laughs> telling Walton to get up and down the court for 48 minutes and the kid looks like he's seen a murder. It's fantastic. But uh, yeah, thought I'd uh, chip in with uh, some quick cameos there. And uh, I guess we've got a little bit of time left, but uh, any favourites from you guys?
3: I thought you'd, you'd be talking about Game of Death when it came to Kareem opposite Bruce Lee, but uh, you went with, with Airplane, that's fine.
0: I think he's been in a few movies, Kareem. Yeah, he has. I was uh, going through. Yeah, Enter the Dragon was another one there as well that we referenced uh, his Bruce Lee fight. But uh, yeah, there's, there's, uh, it's tough because a lot of the the cameos were basketball based. You did have uh, the terrible Uncle Drew film, which I did not want to mention out of fear for my sanity. But that's yeah. a basketball movie if we're talking yeah. about non-basketball movies. Yeah, I mean, it's it's other than that, you had was it Darius Miles and Van Wilder in two thousand four. It was a starting off his uh, very small acting career. Apparently, he was uh, supposed to, uh, or Ben Wallace was supposed to play that role. But uh, that was a been...
1: deep pull for you guys. What about Wilt Chamberlain in Conan the Destroyer? Have you guys
0: yes. peeped that one with Arnie? That was, uh, that was fun. I guess like <laughs> it's the lanky guys that seem to be the best uh, actors. It seems, or, or I guess you know, I don't know too- if
1: he was a good actor in that. He, <laughs> he, it is rough, but like he's a specimen. Like Arnie's a big unit, but Big Wilt the Stilt makes Arnie look very childish in this movie from a, from a height perspective at least. Arnie's still four times mm. as wide as Wilt, but uh, yeah, great films,
0: great films, yeah. and I, I think. Uh, out of these, I'd say Kevin Garnett was probably the closest to getting any sort of Oscar nom. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, fair play to all of them. I guess acting and basketball is a uh, two very different uh, realms of of work. But what about they, oh,
1: what about Ray Allen? Oh Jesus, yeah. it's Shuttleworth. Shutterworth—that's uh, that's
0: one of the best performances I reckon. I mean, technically a basketball film, and he got game. Yeah, yeah but he was good. He was very good. I will admit. Next uh, to Denzel. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's it from me for five and five, um, and uh, I guess we'll move out over to Jono for his uh, his segment. Fake,
2: fake, fake, fake.
3: Such a nice little pop, right. pop banger in there. We're back with uh, with five, five. What is it, fake or for real? Is the name of the segment? And <laughs> it's your segment. Yeah, I'm stealing your segment. I had five. Now. <laughs> I had five and five stuck in my head. But uh, yeah, a few weeks ago we did this for the first time looking at just some stats that I pulled from, from the league. And you're going to tell me if they're fake or for real. And we'll start it off with today's All-Star game. There were more three-pointers made than two-pointers made. Is that fake or is that for real?
1: I'm going to say... Oh. I'm going to say for real just because it was... What, 170 to 160 in the end, or something ridiculous? So I'm assuming there's going to be a lot high, of three bombers yeah. in there.
0: Uh, Lillard had
1: eight. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say real
0: for All real. And right. Tilby. We... Yeah, I'm going to say fake. I think given the <laughs> <laughs> what was <What's> the... <laughs> I'm dying
3: on tea. I was like, "That's a cough." I'll give you a bit of story here. We're gonna use that drop. We've got to cut out that audio for a I drop. I got
1: my tea bag wrapped around my like my cup handle here, and as I poured, the tea bag came in and like flicked me in like the roof of my mouth and made me like gag cough.
0: I was gonna say, I didn't, I didn't say anything funny uh, there. So yeah,
3: I thought you were laughing at his at him saying fake. No,
1: I nice. was, I was dying from a, a stray tea bag. <laughs> Maybe oh, or, maybe
0: we'll cut that out and use that as uh, the intro from our, uh, our show. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: Are you good, Brendan? <clears throat> yeah, let's go. He's okay. okay, I'll start. I'm
1: still standing by
0: for real. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fake. I think even though, despite it was a very a very high scoring game, um, mm. I, I think that the defense was just terrible enough to to make the uh, the field goals count. But, yeah, I think I'm going to go fake for this one. And uh, you are correct, Matt. (sighs) Yes.
3: Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I promise the other ones will be more straightforward. We'll get the review in uh, Secaucus, New Jersey or wherever it is. Um, So, the next one is Clint Capella is leading the league in rebounds. Is this fake or is this for real?
1: I'd say he's definitely top three.
0: He's certainly up there. Definitely
1: top three. Go Bear would be up there too. And
3: hmm. Drummond's also up there. Yeah, I was about to say
1: Drummond. I'm going to say for real, but only by a couple.
0: I I felt like I'd seen this recently, but I just can't remember who it was. I'm going to just say fake for difference.
3: It is for real. (laughs) He's leading the league with 14.2 rebounds a game. Which was a surprise to me. He's on my fantasy team. I didn't realize he was doing quite so well. But... Oh,
1: I did, because he seems to pop off every time I play <laughs> you. He drops the big old uh, big beefs on me every yeah. time we're matching up. The
3: roast beef. hammer down. Yeah. All right. So that's one apiece for you guys so far. Next one. There are 37 players averaging at least 20 points per game this season. Real. I'm also going to say Real. It's fake. Oh, there it's are 47 like... players.
1: <clears throat> How, did Ooh. you say there's at least or did you... Oh, you just gave us a hard number.
3: I said there's 37 players averaging at least 20 points per game. Oh, see, I, I see. So I, I think that's okay. what I said. You can roll back the tape if with, you, if if you choose. Right. The yeah, there's 40, <clears throat> almost almost 50 players averaging 20 points per game or more. I find that amazing because I feel like a few years ago, if you were you know, scoring 20 points per game, you were bowling. Yeah. And, and now, now it's 30 is the new twenty. It's yeah, bananas. it's like almost every like every every other team has two players averaging twenty. That's uh, yeah, wild. I guess that's the pace of the league and the three point attempts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote down Malik Beasley is probably the least likely of those people to be averaging twenty, but also your man uh, Pascal Siakam, Brendan, who. I feel like he had a slow start to the year, but... Uh, he's, he's, he's coming good. He's coming
1: good, even though he's he's got COVID-like symptoms these days. I was uh, going to say, even though you said, wanted him prolonged. to
0: get COVID.
3: So. <laughs> I want him to keep that COVID for at least the next few weeks. Good Free God. fall. Uh, okay. Speaking of, of points, so there are six players averaging at least 29 points per game.
1: Um, Beal, Lillard, Curry... Not LeBron. KD would be close to it. You said at least six?
3: I said six. Six. Exactly six.
1: Fuck, Joker's probably averaging 30 with the way he's been going, Hamburger. I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna go six. It's probably it's probably gonna beat like seven, but I'm gonna say okay, let's let's go with six.
0: I think there's Beal, Harden, Curry, KD. But I don't think there's six, so I think it's fake. It is for real.
3: Oh. But not the players that you've that you've mentioned. So oh, we'll boy. go through them. Beals leading, 32. Uh I think it's 32 points. Then it's Embiid, actually. Oh yeah. He's oh, yeah. been yeah.
1: he's been dropping some 40 stacks lately.
3: Yeah. Then Lilith, Curry, Giannis, and KD just scraping in at twenty nine. Okay. So yeah. Um not Harden. Harden would be not far away, though.
1: Nah. And he's also probably sitting near the top of assists per game these days, too. He is going bonkers, dishing that dime there in Brooklyn. Sure. So, next stats.
3: uh, Nikola Jokic is second in the league in minutes per game, behind only Julius (sighs) Randle.
1: Minutes per game for the Joker. The big boy. <clears throat> my boy. I love him. He's my fantasy MVP. Uh... I
3: know because he keeps kicking <clears throat> kicking my bum every time I yeah. play
1: him. <laughs> um, he's going to be up there, but I, I'm thinking there's going to be a couple of point guards that probably play more than him. So I'm going to say fake. He might be top five, but I think there's a couple of points that'll be in there, like a Lillard mm. above him. So I'm going to say fake. He's top five, but not top two.
0: I think it's real, but it was not a very confident guess, so I'll just say it's real
3: anyway. <laughs> it is real. He's averaging <gasps> 30, 35.9 <clears throat> minutes a game, which uh, it's good lord. It's a kind of stunning fact when you look at his conditioning, and you wouldn't think he's the kind of guy that would be playing a ton of minutes, but he is. It's He's only behind Julius Randle, who is on a Tom Thibodeau team, so it's kind of... Kind of doesn't count because yeah. <laughs> it's just like you know. There's, there's two. I think there's two Knicks in the top ten or eleven for minutes per game. Um, but yeah, good on you, Jokic. He's he's playing into shape.
1: He God, he looks so good <clears throat> at the moment. He is you know he's up there fighting for that MVP.
3: Mm, definitely. Yeah.
1: Okay, what else you got for us, JP?
3: Right. So the Utah Jazz have three players in the top ten for total three-pointers made this season. Three players in the top 10.
1: <clears throat> would that be Conley, Mitchell and Ingles? That'd be the three. Uh,
3: they're not the th- they're not in the top 3 Jazz three-pointers. It's Oh, okay. The the three guys that I would be referring to if this was for real, are Clarkson uh Jordan Clarkson, that, yes. that's his name, right? Yeah, that is his yeah. name. Yes, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell and
0: Bogdanovich. Yeah, I thought Bogdanovich was was hmm. would be part of it. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna let Tilby ask answer this one first.
0: Yeah, you son yeah. of a bitch. Um, I think this is
1: real. How many questions are left?
0: I should have asked that
3: there's two more questions and you're both on two points each at this stage
1: Ooh, I'm going to go fake just just because right. that's just how I roll
3: I like the swerve it is fake There's uh, Clarkson actually is the highest of those guys he's the eighth three point shooter in the league with 114 threes Donovan Mitchell has 113 he's number 10 in the league and then Donovan. Uh, Bogdanovich is number sixteen. So okay. still pretty still pretty good. Pretty good. I wonder where Ingles is. Yeah, I, I guess his volume of threes wouldn't be super high. He's not jacking them up. He's he's got that, you know, that solid shooting percentage, but he's probably not... um I don't know. When he, when he needs to, he's he's there. Yeah, he's Steph
1: there. Steph at number one, I assume.
3: Um, yeah, I think so. I didn't didn't write that down. <laughs> he only gets, he only gets the exact details. It's okay. pretty safe to assume that yeah. it's deaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um lo- uh second last one. James Wiseman has more double doubles this season than Dwight Howard. Whoa. Wiseman started off pretty strongly.
1: But he's sorta of fallen back a little bit the last few weeks, but I I haven't even been paying a huge amount of attention to sort of box scores for the Warriors much easier either if I'm being honest
3: nor had I I don't mm. even know what team Dwight Howard's on and y- and like sixes sixes yeah. really? wow okay yeah I'm, go.
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say true he's got more because Wiggins don't Wiggins don't get no boards <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm gonna go true let's, let's put some faith in the rook
0: as much as I wanna be like on the contrary I do think Wiseman plays so much more minutes than Howard would in a in a bench role. Um, I I think it's for real. Mm. It is fake. Really? Uh, yeah.
3: So <laughs> James Wiseman has two double doubles, and Dwight Howard has three oh, this wow. season.
1: God, you're splitting hairs there, aren't you? It's <laughs> not impressive for either of them. I thought I thought Wiseman would have definitely more than two.
3: Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Okay. Right. So. At this stage, Brendan has three points and Matt has two, and this is the last question. Ooh. So I'm gonna let you answer it first, Tilby. Okay. To, you know, you're shooting for a draw. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's um, always the case, but
3: anyway. So this is a question where you only have ten seconds to answer. It's, it's all. No, it's all we,
0: we do that next. No, we do it, that next.
3: This is almost a shoot from the hip. It's like a shoot from the, from the. Chest, the waist, yeah. The waist, Shoot from I don't the tits, <laughs> from the tit, yeah. Oh, uh, so in the past 40 years, think about that. In, <laughs> oh the, in the past 40 years, so since 1980, only 11 franchises have won NBA championships. You have 10 seconds. <clears throat> <laughs> Times up. I think it's I think it's true you think it's true okay Brendan you're going would you say fake, 11 I'm guessing
1: you said 11 right I s- yes <clears throat> only 11 I said I, only just 11. just for the sake of not taking the weakers piss and just winning by default and following his I'll go the opposite
3: so you're saying fake'll
1: <clears throat> I'll, I'll say it's like 10
3: oh okay. So Tilby says for real 11. Brendan says fake. Yes. It's 10. It's actually Lakers, Celtics, 76ers, Pistons, Bulls, Rockets, Spurs, Heat, Mavericks, Warriors, Cavaliers and Raptors. Raptors. is 11. It's 12. 12. So it's fake. Ooh which means Brendan keeps the win. But I'll only give you half a, a half a point there, Brendan, because you said it was 10. Okay. So you get three and a half yeah, you're being points. You're getting too exact with it. Yeah. It was, three it was and a tough half.
1: to count like with that short amount of time. I <laughs> yeah. was rattling teams as quick as I could. I didn't
3: want counting. I just wanted you to go with your guts yep. on that. That's how I but, get to uh, life. Yeah, I, I always find those um you know those stats interesting. If you, if you took away the Cavs and the Raptors championships they've only i think yeah they've only got one each right yep then it would be 10 for the past 40 years which, which is, is bonkers obviously you got wild. like
1: the the lakers dynasty in there you got the spurs you know you got some good mm. chunks there with the heat and the with the bulls, warriors like yeah. and obviously and the bulls too like it's crazy how dominant the league's been
3: yeah yep and like the mavericks are another one-off yeah the seven i I, I would have said 11 as well because I forgot the '76s ers won a, a ring.
1: That's that's what I, I, forgot. I forgot. In the, the 80s, 76ers. yeah.
3: Yeah, and the Pistons obviously had the two different stints with uh, the Bad Boys and then 2004. So, yeah, a yeah. bit, of, bit of trivia for you.
0: Excellent. But well, uh, that,
3: that's it. That's, uh, that is Fake or For Real. Let's oh, play, the, play the song again. We'll Brendan. play the real one.
0: <laughs> the Fake
3: or For Real one? Yeah.
2: Fake, 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 fake.
0: Well, I think it's quite interesting that you uh, had us shooting from the the tit for that uh, <laughs> previous one because we're literally about to do it all over again as we move on to the last major segment of the show.
1: You know, it, baby. And be careful where you point that thing. you blow
2: your own face off.
1: Have you guys watched Planet Terror? No. Yep. You just need to, so you know what scene this is. It is phenomenal. It's one I of think, the best grindhouse B-grade D-grade horrors you'll ever see.
3: I think you should just start the segment off with the shoot from the hip drop. Ah, I just
1: I just weave that in to get the blood boiling. From the
2: head, ask <laughs> All
1: right, listeners, it is that time. Uh, we are shooting from the hip, where I'm just going to throw a series of quick questions at jp and at tilby here and they have zero time for preparation or clear thought Uh, i have not sort of given them any rundown of where i'm going to go with this and truth be told i didn't even know i was going to do this until about probably 10 minutes into this recording so (laughs) i myself is also shooting from the hip uh in this uh final segment of hoop dreams episode number 32 so we're going to start i think uh jp was first last
0: time who knows anymore i don't (laughs) know i don't know (laughs) Till, actually, go we're going to swerve.
1: JP, you're going first again. <sighs> okay.
0: <laughs> unreal, unreal.
1: The first question. It, uh, is on brand with uh, some of the, the topic of tonight. And who do you think is the best all-time slam dunk contestant?
0: Ooh, that's a tough one. That's brutal. Oh Drop my me God. To just, how about this? I'll uh, go first. I'm uh, going to
1: say Aaron uh, Gordon. That's where I'm throwing my money. Okay. Damn. Uh, he was robbed, robbed in 2016. And then when he came back in 2020... I already told you about the, uh, the Dwayne Wade controversy where they said they were going to score it as a tie, but Dwayne Wade said, stick it up your backside. I'm going to back my heat boy and gave him a 10 and screwed up the tie. And, uh, yeah, Aaron Gordon's just for a big man, very creative. He's got some of the best dunks I've seen on that stage of all time. And just go watch his Mm -hmm. highlight reels from, from 2016, especially with Levine, but then in, um, in 2020 as well, uh, Amazing. Him and Derek Jones in the final was great. But yeah, I'm, I'm putting my money on Aaron Gordon.
3: I'm going to... My gut was to go with either Vince or MJ, but I'm going to go with Levine because he did back-to-back years of bangers, if
0: I remember correctly. Yeah. He just, he, he, he was did just it, like... Yeah, the 2015 in New York. Yeah. yeah. He came out strong with the, the Space Jam jersey and just from that first dunk, he had them. Yeah. He was
3: like tens like coming out of his butt like just <laughs> he was he, he was nuts and to do it like two years in a row that's a throwback to like when the days of when like Dominique and MJ would go up against each other every year and um I think that guys are you know that they, they might not have enough creative ideas these days
0: but yeah I'm, I'm gonna give it to Levine I'm gonna kick it back a couple years um before i guess the age of everyone using a prop in their slam dunk contest um and pay tribute to old jay rich i knew you were gonna go jay rich
1: he's such an angry dunker that's what i loved about him he just threw it down with excuse me so much power i'm still choking on (laughs) teabags
0: yeah so much reckless abandon in these dunks and like you said he he didn't have any well no props to do it with and and I believe he, did, he won back-to-back, back, didn't he? 2003 and 2004? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. believe you are correct, young sir. And yeah, just such a, a phenomenal dunker. Sadly, he didn't really have the explosive power when he came to Phoenix, but uh, <sighs> still a, a gem of a dunker when he uh, played with the Warriors.
1: Yeah. Mm. You've got a good dunker out there in Phoenix now, in old bridges. You know, he can, he can throw them. So, uh, you know, you've got a few guys that can that can
0: get above. Yeah, and I still think you're thinking of the wrong Bridges. I kn- both of them
1: can dunk. I know. I've watched them both play regularly. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, Mr. Mister Mikhail Bridges can dunk, but probably not as well as his brother, Miles Bridges. But anyway.
3: I'm sure they both used to throw down together. <laughs> exactly. All
1: right, the next
3: question. Where, oh, actually, which team
1: finishes top in the East for the final standings for this season so we're not talking to the conference we're just going to talk about overall win-loss record before the finals are set so right Uh, now 76ers are at the top of the pops Nets second Bucks third Celts fourth and Knicks in fifth
3: (laughs) I'm inclined to think the Sixers will hold on it's not very exciting but that's yeah that's what I think
1: All right, you're going the Sixers
0: Tilby where are you going for the East I think to back up my early, early claims in the season that uh, they would be the surprise packet. I'm going to Brooklyn Nets. Surprise packet is uh,
1: not the boldest of takes uh, doing the (laughs) rounds. Um, I'd... That's where I was gonna put my money to. Like they're nine and one at the moment, and KD's still not even back. So once they've got them and now they've got old uh busted ass Griffin joining yeah, them. Yeah, we didn't um, even
0: mention it through the episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, like I know he's a shell of his former self, but I'm gonna just to be a little different, I'm gonna say the bucks. Let's let's throw some money on the bucks so we can at least have a different answer, you know? They're finding form again now. Uh Giannis, fresh off his uh all-star MVP, he's gonna take that. Keep running with it. So uh, I'm going go to go the Bucks. And my last question, same question, but we're talking the Western Conference. Who's going to finish at the top of the West? Obviously, Jazz currently number one, Suns two, Lakers three, Clips four. Who's going to finish top of the Western standings?
3: Look, you're going to say that I'm just, just being lazy, but it's the Jazz. And you know what? I can say this because I picked them last year to finish like second in the West. And they were a huge disappointment because of Mike Conley's lack of gelling early on. I think, but it's all firing over there, and I'm just happy that it's it's all working out. And you know, I want my Mike Conley uh, Top Shop moments to sell. So onwards (laughs) and upwards for for Conley and the Jazz, and and my Jordan Clarkson that I picked up as well. I'm just you know
0: hanging on. Sixth man of the year. I'm uh, gonna ramp up the homerism. And we'll probably oh, end up falling no on not. my sword. But uh, this will be the only place where I can actually say it. <laughs> Think about it. They could.
2: Well,
1: They're only two things. and
0: a half games back right now. Could you imagine if we finish this 50-game season top of the West after being bottom two years ago?
3: Yeah, it would, it would make everyone shut up about the uh, the bubble last yeah. year. <laughs>
0: That sparked this run. That's the the genesis of this run. It all started with the bubble. But yeah, uh, yeah, I will probably fall on my sword with this one, but uh, let's go the Suns.
3: Yeah, I think
1: Chris Paul's due for an injury soon, so... uh, Shut up. Shut up.
3: What happened...
0: Why didn't Devin Booker play this... uh, Out of pure embarrassment from being involved in such a shambles.
1: I don't even understand what that means. Yeah, what does Um, that mean? The game. Yes. Or the All-Star weekend, I'm with Uh, you now. Okay, I'm going to... I guess I just got to I got to bring a different opinion to it as well. I don't want to just jump on the back of the jazz. I'm going to say as much as I hate it, I'm going to say the Lakers I think once AD comes back they're going to start sort of shifting gears into title defense time and start climbing up these rankings and
0: finish at the top of the West. Mm. So Have give they me the given a timeline for AD's return? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, cuz some today. people people were saying like 6 months like it could be season ending so what yeah it's it's really hinging on mm. how well he uh heals up i guess but it's such a such a weird thing that it's not lebron who's really holding this team together it's ad but yeah it, well, if, it's going to
1: if ad doesn't come back in the next Two months, I'm pivoting, and my answer will be the Clippers. <laughs>
0: okay, I'll, I'll say an
1: LA team will finish at the top of the standings. Sure,
3: that's a good way to put it. Mm, it's crazy. Like I think Le- like, you Le- like you would have expected LeBron to take his foot off the gas with, you know, the the lack of on off season that that whole roster had with, you know, going all the way to the championship and then starting just like a month later, but he's like in MVP. Like, mm-hmm. gunning for MVP mode at the moment. And, yeah, I just keep expecting him to, oh, he's sore or he's got a hamstring, something that they can... Been busy filming Space Jam. Yeah, like, they can just say, oh, we're going to, you know, deactivate him for two weeks or something like that. Especially once the once they've got the playoff berth, like, locked in. It wouldn't shock me if he uh, he cruises a bit or mm. sits, but we'll see.
1: Four and 0 now in the All Star games as Team LeBron too, so uh, undefeated mm-hmm. as El Capitan. So he definitely
3: picked a better roster. Oh, yeah, it was
1: <laughs> night and day. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for shoot from the hip uh, for this week. But we'll uh, just play it out with this beauty.
2: From the head, ask later.
1: Just to see the disgust and the disdain on uh, Matthew Tilby's face every time I hit that
0: drop. Can someone please? comment whether they actually enjoy this or not because i'm living my <laughs> personal hell listening to this every fortnight but anyway uh, i'm disappointed we only got it twice to be honest we got no bang bang either
3: i dropped a bang bang part way through no we didn't hear it yeah oh, well I it's didn't. all right that's what matters We heard for shit we heard shit from here but that's all that matters and we got to trade
1: me
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah for some reason <laughs> too too much musical stuff happening on this episode but anyway that is of course another episode of hoop dreams in the bag of course if you've got any comments queries questions concerns or complaints you can always do so with the hashtag hoop dreams you can follow what we're all doing over at 8-bit at we are 8-bit and of course why not uh, consider Donating to our Ko-Fi, if you're enjoying the content that we've been creating, that is ko-fi.com forward slash are 8 bit I believe it's $5 for a donation. $5 AUD for a
1: monthly sub, and it's going to get you access to a minimum of six exclusive pieces of podcast content every month. You're going to get four episodes of Is This Thing On?, which only ever releases on Ko-Fi. And then you're also going to get two weeks early access to episodes of The Hungry Game Show, as well as the 8-bit cast and automatic entry, uh, entries into our monthly competition where we're giving away a lot of AT swag, Audio Technica stuff, um, 8-bit merch, and whatever else we can find kicking around the studio here. So 5 bucks, it's a cup of coffee, it's a happy meal. If you can do that for us, awesome. If you can't, rate, review, subscribe, share us on those uh, socials because that also means an awful lot to us. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah dot com that. forward slash
0: we rate, bit. Absolutely. And like you always say, it keeps the emotional lights on in our hearts to... Uh, <clears throat> take your phrase <laughs> the apprentice he's uh yes. he's ascending yes i'm i'm getting there that slowly deserves another one of
1: these
0: <laughs> the things i do for you too honestly yeah. but i was also going to say i believe it also gets you entry into the star wars design as well
1: hey no you got to got to pay extra for that one fella yeah, so, okay, uh, cool. It's, yeah, it's w- a singular... Per- There's two commissions on there, so you can drop $20 and you can get an exclusive 8-bit founders coin and that's $20 shipped to anywhere on planet Earth. So wherever you are out in, in this uh, big blue-green blue-green bloody sphere, we will get this to you as long as you give us a postal address. Easter uh, Island. Easter Island. I can't guarantee it'll get there quickly, <laughs> but I'll at least send it there. Might be waiting till you actually get out. But uh, yeah, um, 20 bucks AUD. So it's like 15 bucks US... For a one-off founder's coin, we've only gotten like a hundred of these things minted. So once once they're gone, they're gone for good. So it's a nice little bit of eight bit exclusivity, uh, nice little uh, nice little sort of memory you can carry with you forever in your back pocket, or maybe mm. put in your breast pocket so they're close to your heart all the time.
0: Oh, how cute! I wouldn't want anyone taking Cal Kestis because that's what I want for the uh, design anyway. If you want to follow what I'm doing on socials, you can find me everywhere at It's Tilby. Brendan, where can people follow you?
1: Follow me on them socials at Brendan8Bits and on the uh, the, game, the game sort of consoles at Brendan8Bits. If you want to come play some Apex Legends with me or you want to come play some Valheim, you want to come uh, Viking Raid with me on the PC, come and do it because we're building a nice little 8-bit settlement at the moment. Uh,
0: we need some more Raiders. Mm, skull indeed. And uh, Jono? Yeah, you can
3: catch me at Jono himself. And uh check out putting in work with uh the upcoming episode I have with J D from No Dunks Fame, the Starter's Fame, the Ooh, Basketball Jones. And uh we just recorded that this morning. And otherwise, yeah, Comedy Rewind upcoming episode with Matt and Logan Wilkinson chatting all about Zoolander. And we've just had the forty year old version come last week with Nick Scarpino kind of funny yeah, and Mario not bro so get into that one too
0: <laughs> <laughs> but for me Matt Tilby Brendan White and John Peck that is all for now take care Keep it. Oh, Shaquille